This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ. IowaCatholicRadio.com. That's IowaCatholicRadio.com. everyone to your catholic life a podcast for catholics by catholics helping you grow in your faith i'm john leonetti your host you like to read i hope so if you listen to this podcast you know i love to interview authors and of course read their books i'm a ferocious reader i love to read mostly non-fiction though occasionally i read fiction but mostly non-fiction reading improves my imagination it certainly helps me grow in my faith but finding good books takes time Reading people's reading recommendations might seem burdensome, but I take it pretty seriously. I really do. I find a few smart people that I trust and take their word for it and seek out their books. Today, I'm bringing on one of those people, Lisa Hendy, that I trust. Yes, she's also a Catholic author, founder of CatholicMom.com, but has a major, at least to me, credibility in the reading world as she is the editor-at-large at Ave Maria Press. So she not only finds good books, but she also finds good authors as well. Here to give us four books that you need to read at least once in your life, Lisa Hendy. Hello, Lisa. Hello, John. Thanks for the invitation to be with you. Absolutely. All right. Do you like to read or write more? Ooh, you know, it's a it's a conundrum because as a writer, you should be a great reader. Yeah. Um, I I love both. I I'd say if I could only do one, I would read. Yeah, you love to you love to write though. I mean, how many books you have? I do. Um, I'm going on number eleven. Yeah, I thought uh, which so. Which will be Old, soon. Only number eleven sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on three right now. <laughs> All right, so you're going to give us four Catholic books. I mean, you or just books in general uh, to be able to read at least sometime throughout our life, um, and, and at least to read just once. And I just I want to get right into it here. And and I, you you asked me, you said, should I give you it beforehand? And I said, no, I want to be surprised. So I have no idea the books you're going to say, and I'm going to see if I can if I can count how many I I've actually read on this. I might embarrass myself. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do All you right. want me to lead with the, uh, the like, save the best one for last? Yeah, save the best one for last. Okay. So I'm going to start off with uh, something very close to my heart, which is probably one that you've read, Story of a Soul yes. from St. Therese of Lisieux. Well, I uh, knew you would go there from our last <laughs> interview. All right. You now i got to give background here because our okay. last interview – you were on my show, John Leonetti in the morning, and I told you I, <laughs> I have a very hard time reading Saint Therese of Lisieux, and and I you're know. you're going there. I know I'm going to go there, so I'll just say, so in place of this, John, and for your listeners out there who yeah. are now rolling their eyes at the little flower <laughs> reference, um, choose a patron saint in your life and intimately get to know them by reading the autobiography of their life, if there is one, or solid biographies. In my case, I am a, a fan of the of a doctor of the church, uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, and I think um, reading her biographies and her autobiography in different um, versions has blessed me to, in getting to know her better. Yeah. So if for your, choose your saints, choose their biography or autobiography, read multiples, you'll learn different things about their lives. Hey, I got a rose. Um, so that's number one. I got a rose. You from did. It. I did. I did. When I, was, uh, when I was contemplating whether to go into seminary or not, this was years ago, I, um, I prayed that prayer, and it was exactly, and I forgot about it, to be honest with you. I, I prayed the, the nine-day novena, uh, and, and I just kind of, you know, didn't even really think about the rose. I was just kind of praying the novena. I didn't know a lot about it at the time. 
And uh, that that day, on the ninth day, they were doing a thing for uh, Our Lady, and um, I was at a conference, and I got a rose. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, people will, I find roses almost every day. Often it's a person who will walk up to me and introduce themselves and say, hi, my name is Rose. And yeah. I, I say, <laughs> There's your you, rose. you're my rose for today. <laughs> exactly. So, but, yeah, find, pick your saint. Find their biographies, read them voraciously, and read different versions, too, yeah. because even with Story of a Soul, you can find different things in, in the various versions. So, so you say you got to read one. you got to read Story of a Soul at least one time in your life, uh, and, and really to that. learn from, from St. Therese of Lisieux. And uh, I and I, I do, I love her life. I mean, I really do. It, it's, it was, uh, it, she, she's very holy. I, and so holy when you read her work. I'm I'm not so holy, so it's hard. You know, I like the saint like Augustine, man. I like I like getting into the ones that have you know been out and and uh, and and then come back, you know, to the faith a little bit. She just started strong and ended strong. Maybe you need to find like a, a trek driver on Audible reading Story of a Soul and see if that changes yes, the reference. Like a real for you. rough and tumble. Yeah, voice. you know, like somebody who has like a gravelly voice. Yeah, that would actually that, be really interesting. That might interesting. be the ticket. All right, that would be hilarious. All right, so there's number one. You got to read Story of a Soul. I have read it. I don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I have read it, but uh, it's a little bit difficult for me. But I, I think most people would enjoy it. Number two. Number two is we're going to go to my fiction pick. Um, and. Perhaps not surprisingly, um, for people who know me, I'm going to go with Les Miserables mm. by Victor Hugo. I've never read not it. Not see. Okay, this is your summer reading assignment. Okay. I'm writing <laughs> it down. Les Miserables. I, and the reason why, well, have you ever seen like the musical or the movie? Uh, or years ago. Like I think years ago. Okay, yeah. so, I mean, if you really can only read one novel in your lifetime, Victor Hugo, I mean, Les Miserables has everything. It has crime. It has punishment. Truth, beauty, evil, comedy, everything is in there. And uh, a lot of people think that they know the story because they've seen, you know, the Broadway play. But the book goes into amazing historical detail and architectural detail and the character development. And as one who has written fiction myself, I, I just have, you know, so much to say about the the power of this book and, and the, the power of Hugo to tell a story that we're still retelling hundreds of years later. Can it help my faith? Les what was that? Can it help Will it help your faith? faith? Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. And it's a great read for the year of mercy mm. because um, the lead character actually, his life is changed by moments of mercy. And then he ultimately finds redemption in the end of the story by you know giving his own acts of mercy. And so you know it really is something that in a in a loose way, but also in in very distinct ways, you know, will will teach you a lot about mercy in your own life. Okay, so and about being a person of generosity and grace in the world. Les Miserables. All right, uh, Victor Hugo. I, I will put it on my uh, my list. I, I normally don't read fiction. Do you, do you like fiction or nonfiction more? Um, I prefer nonfiction to yeah. tell you the truth. Um, but this a story like this one, you know, it is for the ages. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at, you know, great list of books, this is always on there. And there's a, a version of it, the Signet Classic version is a nice one because it's it's a relatively modern um, translation and, uh, you know, written in a way that is um, that mo- modernizes while still staying very true to the original story. The worst thing that could ever happen to me is that one click on Amazon to buy something, you know. <laughs> 
I, I, honestly, I, I have just one clicked so many times and, and I should never set it up because the more, you know, you go through the process, the more you can talk yourself out of buying things. I just bought so many books. This will be on there. I don't have it yet. So I'll one click my way through it. All right. We're talking with uh, Lisa Hendy right now on your Catholic Life podcast. We're talking about four books that you need to read before the end of your life. At least read them once. Uh, first one, Story of a Soul, St. Therese of Lisieux. Second one, Les Miserables by uh, Victor Hugo, which is the fiction book. And the next two are nonfiction. Yes, they're nonfiction. And the next one is sort of a cheater because it's actually four books in one. Oh, there we go. Can can you guess what it is? Uh, C.S. Lewis. No, oh, I thought it was like Butler's his Lives of the Saints. Ah, yes, Butler's Lives of the Saints. I have, and the reason the reason that I'm going with the four volumes that the original. I mean, and this this book was misses um, some of the you know the great recent saints, um, but Alvin Butler wrote in uh, in the 1700s, and this at his time was a groundbreaking you know, retelling of all of the great saints of the church. And to me, I mean, uh, books about saints are so relevant to our daily faith walk because, you know, when you get into their stories, a lot of them were sort of messed up and broken people just like yes, me. Yes, I love and those. And it gives, me, it gives me hope that, you know, that I wake up every day trying really hard to be a saint in the making, and I fall short, you know, by the time I've poured my second cup of coffee but knowing their stories, knowing the challenges that they face, and and um, Reverend Butler just had an amazing you know gift for telling those stories in, in detail. And you know, while some of the the prose is, is dated at times, um, it's it's an amazing compilation of men and women. I, I trick people into reading C.S. Lewis because I I hand them you know a book, and of course I, I always hand them the book that has like seven of his books inside of it. I didn't know if I've actually <laughs> shared that with you before, so I always say, "Hey, read this book," and then they they kind of find it through it. Uh, the Butler's Life of the Saints was a gift to me that was given again going back to the seminary years in seminary by a priest, and they sat on my bookshelf for quite a while, and then I started kind of just thumbing through them. And you're you're so right; they're fascinating, and it's not like any other kind of read of a of a story of the saint. I mean. Uh, Butler really does go into some of the interior uh, details of their life that that you just don't get in any other uh, in any other book. And if you're going to say like you have to choose one book of you know saints, this is there there are many modern retellings of this, but to me, I I discovered it really most when I was I was writing um, a book of saints for Catholic moms, which has. 52 saints that I covered, and I just found myself time and time again going back to Butler, and when there was a saint who wasn't in there, I thought, oh, I wish they were. Yeah, (laughs) no doubt. It's a great one. And I have to say that reading about the saints really helps my moral imagination, my moral imagination in, in a lot of ways, right? I mean, I can really kind of expand that. Uh, everyone likes a good story and a hero, uh, and, and the saints, you read these stories and you find, as uh, I believe it was John Biani who said, not every saint started well, but every saint ended well. You find that there's always some kind of heroic component to their story. And, and sometimes it's not anything huge. It's just battling the everyday. And they overcame that, which I think for most of us, we would say, yeah, that's pretty darn heroic. Right. And, you know, most of us will also say, well, I'm I'm like me. I'm, a you know, a suburban mom and housewife. What is there that I could possibly do that could, you know, change our world or make it better or lead me closer to God? And, 
you know, then I can dive in and find saints like Elizabeth Ann Seton, you know, yep. <laughs> who had five children and who was an amazing American saint. And so just discover them in, in this book. And, you know, with with butlers, I love to, sometimes just to, like, open it up to a random page and start reading. They're not cheap, you though. You can do it that way. Oh, no, but it's well worth the yeah. investment. You asked me what are the four books. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're not cheap. I got to tell my listener that that might not be a one click through Amazon. You know what? One. I'll say, though, you know, John, that um, I did when I was really working my way through Butler's, um, the college library near me had this in a 24 volume set. Really? I'm broken down. And, um, and you can find this book in almost any library. So go ahead and just check out you know the different it's often in the resource section and it doesn't have to be a catholic library because this is considered you know a a classic work so that's very interesting so we got story of a soul on the four books that you need to read uh, at least once in your life les miserables of course uh, victor hugo butler's lives of the saints getting a little tricky there with us there lisa that's four books (laughs) in one but very important nonetheless number four you said you saved the best for last I did. Can you guess what I'm going to say? Uh, confessions? Go? Nope. Oh, that's where I thought you were. Don't tell me you're going back to Therese. Nope. Okay. Where are we I'm going? I'm going with the Holy Bible. Ah, I get it. I get it. Okay. Because, okay, I'm, well, let me just say this. I'm a huge Survivor fan. Um, I love the television show. Is like 1992? No, it's still on now. They're on season going on 33. They're still um, taping survivors? About, oh, yeah, it's awesome. And I will be on it someday as the Catholic <laughs> on Survivor. That's awesome. I'm launching my, my campaign here tell on me the honestly, and Eddie tell me, tell me honestly, have you ever applied to be on it? I ha- I actually recently filmed my video because I'm finally in the position in my life where I could go away for 39 days and that is not awesome. be responsible for my children. So that is awesome. Coming soon to a TV screen near you. <laughs> Lisa Hendy and Survivor. <laughs> often I frame, Mark Burnett, if you're listening, call me. Jeff Cope, <laughs> give me a call. Um, anyway, um, what I was going to say is often my frame of reference is if I were dropped someplace on a deserted island and I only had one book that I could bring with me, what would it possibly be? And for me, it would have to be the Bible. Mm. And a lot of people would say, oh, you know, you're going to sit and read the whole Bible, like start to end. I, I actually, you can do that. There are those, you know, books out there that will help you to read through it in a year. But for me, like this, this is the book that I will spend my lifetime reading. And what a gift that you and I are reading it together, John, each, right. each Sunday in mass. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and so. you know, in a lot of ways, and Barron has said this before, Bishop Barron, he says, you know, the Bible is more like a library. So, you know, you see all those books kind of in one and, and they just, they, I don't know what it is, but when you kind of look at it through the way it should actually be read, right, and you really have to study that first, because that's what I had to do, Lisa. I mean, I know some people are just able to kind of pick it up and read through it and, and, you know, get a lot of spiritual insight for it, but I've read book after book and still continue to, especially from Peter Kreeft, on how to read the Bible, and that Mm -hmm. is just, that has just exploded, uh, you know, the, the pages for me when I open the scriptures. There is, and there's such a gift to, you know, understanding the prism of our faith through a scriptural context. We know that, you know, in Catholicism, that our, our faith is inspired by scripture. We we look at it a little bit differently than some of the Protestant traditions, but there is so much wisdom and grace and 
eloquence and beauty and adventure and everything else in the Bible. Yeah. So it's got to be my number one. Well, and if you uh, have been to daily mass every day for the last three years, you would have heard the scriptures every three years. I believe that's right. Every three years. Well, we read it in a three-year cycle, right? Yeah. And, you know, there are components of it that we'll never hear in Mass, but, you know, definitely that, you know, and even looking at a particular book like the Psalms or the Proverbs or the Gospels, a few years ago I had a chance to go to the Holy Land. Have you ever, have you been to I the haven't Holy Land yet? yet? No, no, no. Okay, so, John, oh, I no. mean, when you take that trip, and, and honestly now you can do it, you know, virtually through great video no, and things like there. that. You will never read scripture the same again. And I may not have had this as my number one before I walked, you know, in the Holy Land, but having been now to Jerusalem, to Nazareth, to Bethlehem, you know, having walked along the Sea of Galilee and sat on the Mount of Beatitudes and prayed, I mean, the scripture now comes alive for me. You have to go, John, but, yeah. you know, that's, um, it's just a, a beautiful gift that we have the Bible. And so it should be in every home and, I, I sort of rescue whenever I come in, in like a thrift store and I find like old Bibles that are in there. I, always, I buy them and bring them home. You and rescue try to give Bibles. Them away. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I do the yes. same thing. It's, it's it, you know, it's so it's a true, true gift. And so even if you have very small children, um, there are great. I, there are all kinds of versions of the Bible. I recently got one to review that was a Minecraft Bible that was wow. <laughs> that Minecraft characters on the front. But find a Bible for your family and break it open together. Yeah, and and put it in a prominent spot. I think, as you said, uh, rescue it even in your own home because sometimes they sit uh, they sit maybe idly on a bookshelf or somewhere. Put it in a in a spot where uh, you could be reminded to read it on a daily basis. Hopefully, we open up the scriptures. Right, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ, as Saint Jerome. Said. Uh, there you have it, friends. That's four books uh, that you need to read before the end of your life from Lisa Hendy. Story of a Soul, Les Miserables by Victor Hugo, Butler's Lives of the Saints, and also the Holy Bible. Uh, God bless you, Lisa. Thanks so much for coming. I always have fun with you. You know that? Thank you, John. It's always a blast to be with you, and I, I'm so happy about your podcast and can't wait to listen to upcoming episodes. Thank you. I appreciate that. There you have it, friends. Reading good books matters in your life. It expands, as I said before, your moral imagination, especially, as Lisa was saying, the lives of the saints. You know, if, you, if you're like me and it's harder to get into fiction than nonfiction, then read the lives of the saints. They can help you uh, in, in so many different ways. If you like biographies. Uh, at least they do for me. Uh, again, you can find out more information about Lisa Hendy. You can bring her to your parish as well or event. Or get her books. CatholicMom.com is where you can find out more information there. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website, YourCatholicLifePodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.